How are you guys doing? Am I live yet? I think I might be live. We are getting ready, guys. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Standard Time, not Daylight Time. I keep on getting that mixed up because most of the year is Daylight Time now. What a mess. It's Thursday, December 9th, 2021 A.D. Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. And I have some fun stuff to share with you guys. Some very fun stuff. I may touch a little bit on Stephen Colbert. Nancy Mace is an evil person. So, too, is that sick woman who is the attorney general for the state of Michigan, Dana Nessel. Gross. Revisit that little gross little incident in which she got sloppy drunk, had to get wheelchaired just the other month out of a college football game. Shout out to Michigan State. Michigan or whatever. I have a little Elon Musk clip. The war on Christmas is ongoing. Evil Pope is gross. Hillary's health. Some uh, fun Hillary clips to share with you. I think that you uh, may or may not enjoy it, but have you ever heard Hillary cry? <laughs> You're about to. If you uh, stay tuned with me on the, Jes- on the Hake Report. Shout out to Jesse Lee Peterson and Nicolas, the guest host of uh, the JLP show. Anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! Have you been naughty or nice? Oh, oh, oh. It's the Hake Report, the Hake Report. I am fine. Whew. Oh, I got a little lightheaded screaming out like that. Uh, you guys can call in. It is 888-775-3773. Some of you guys already on hold. I appreciate it. I will be getting to your call very shortly. I'm going to be talking about Republican women. Blech. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I want to quickly talk very briefly you know, Nicolas guest hosted the Jesse Lee Peterson show earlier today, and he talked about, time to change the shirt, whatever, High Plains Drifter. I heard that's a good movie. Uh, he talked about Stephen Colbert of the Colbert Hosting a different show now, right? Anyway, I wanted to share with you some... Some footage from a few years ago, several years ago, 2015 and 2018. Stephen Colbert and Oprah Winfrey. This is from The Atlantic, which is an anti-Christian outlet. So all of a sudden they're pretending that this is real. This is by Megan Garber in The Atlantic, October 16th, 2015. Stephen Colbert and Oprah Winfrey bring religion to late night. (laughs) What a joke. Two of the most degenerate, evil, supporting of evil, against good people on TV. Well, 
I don't know. <laughs> they're, among the, they're among the most disgusting people, right? Right in line with them. And uh, here, here it is. Look at this. Oprah and Stephen Colbert. Two black-souled people. Black souls. She appeared on a Thursday night on Stephen Colbert's show. And this woman, she went, Hey, Stephen, what's your favorite, what's your favorite verse? By the way, this, this woman says, this writer of this article claims Stephen Colbert, and I mentioned it, and uh, Nick men- mentioned it on, on air in the prior show, the show before mine, Jesse Lee Peterson show. Check it out. It's excellent. Uh, Stephen Colbert is a practicing Christian, an ordained minister, teaches Sunday school. <laughs> yeah, I heard Hillary Clinton teaches Sunday school, too. I'll get to her later. Uh, he is a person of deep faith and, more generally, of deep spirituality. And that doesn't come often come up in his work. Not when he's playing an arrogant blowhard on the Colbert Report. That's when he pretends to be a conservative. Anyway, Oprah, knowing his background, asked him, perhaps asked him what his favorite verse was. Colbert said, Mine's from Matthew. I like it. Colbert, if you don't know, he's a late-night host, right? A liberal. Hates Trump, hates Christians, real Christians, not the fake liberal Christians like he is. Uh, He grew up Catholic, turned atheist, and then went back to it. But in his mind. He's all, I like Matthew because Jesus says, So I say to you, do not worry, for who among you by worrying could change a hair on his head or add a cubit to the span of his life? What I like about it is that it's a commandment not to worry, and I'll go with that. That's nice, Stephen Colbert. Nobody likes to worry, but they do it anyway. So I appreciate that, Stephen Colbert, but you're still a mess. Oprah's turn. Mine is Psalm (laughs) 37.4. She has like a specific verse, some... Some obscure specific verse. Well, is it that obscure? She says, delight thyself. I love that word, delight, don't you? I'm glad that David knew it, she said, referring to King David, the author of the Psalms. The Atlantic woman clarifies. She continued going, quoting the full verse, delight thyself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. She said, now that says to me, Lord, Lord has a wide range What that says to me is, Lord has a wide range. What is Lord, she says. So this woman brings her New Age stuff to the Bible. Compassion, love, forgiveness, kindness. She doesn't have real forgiveness. She hates white people. So she even brought up, she's the one who popularized, by the way, she's one of the people who popularized the frequent references, just to show you she doesn't believe in forgiveness, to, and we will get to your calls, hang tight, guys. To, uh, who's that, who's that kid who whistled at the woman and he got, he got tortured to death, or supposedly? Yeah, Emmett Till. She's all, Trayvon Martin was no different from Emmett Till. She said that, this evil woman pretending that she believes in compassion, love, forgiveness, kindness. She's not a kind person, she's fat. (laughs) So you delight yourself in those virtues where the character of the Lord is revealed. Delight thyself in goodness. Delight thyself in love. What she's saying is she doesn't believe in God. Uh, You will receive the desires of your heart. It says to me, if you focus on being a force for good, good things will come. Well, she's a force, I guess, for Satan. Anyway, and Satan has rewarded her. 
Stephen Colbert shares why he returned to Christ after be- Christ after becoming an atheist. He was interviewed by the Jesuit Review. You got you guys know the Jesuits better than I do. The Jesuit Review is a Catholic organization, I guess. With Father James Martin, S.J. What a what a creepy person. He joined his old friend, Father James Martin, S.J., whatever that is, for an open, candid, uncut conversation about faith, God, politics, and his late show, how his late show family is helping him survive in the age of Trump. Stupid. Talk about this melodrama. Trump brought love and truth into the world. And the people of evil attacked him and his supporters, and they're doing it to this day. Ever heard of January 6th investigation? What a mess. To this day! Colbert was brought up Catholic, according to CBN News, but at some point he turned away from religion. Recovering Catholics, they so frequently turn atheists, right? Because of, I guess, the guilt and stuff. Believing that that the God he was raised to believe in was not real. But then when he was 22 years old, he was standing on a street corner in Chicago. A man noticed him and gave him a small green Gideon New Testament, Solomon Proverbs, Psalms and Proverbs. He told the interview Father James Martin, a Jesuit priest, that he cracked open the frozen pocket Bible in the gl- to the glossary and turned to the first verse on dealing with anxiety. Typical, typical ex-Catholic white, or whatever this Colbert guy is, right? All anxious. It was Matthew, chapter 5. It was the sermon... So I say to you, do not worry. So this guy has been quoting the do not worry verse. He's just held on to that and forgotten the whole rest of what the Bible talks about, right? (laughs) Do not worry. Who among you by worrying can add a single hair on his head or a cubit to the span of his life? I was absolutely immediately lightened. For the first time, I understood the real meaning of the phrase. It spoke to me like it read off the page. The words of Christ read off the page. And so now he thinks that Jesus is God. Earlier in the interview, Father Martin asked the CBS host, that's Colbert, CBS is evil, how he envisioned God to look. He said, it's Christ, it's Jesus. See, this guy believes Jesus is God, so all you Jesus is God people, you're in the company with Colbert. Watch out, watch out. If you're really looking for a literal imagery, it's not the man with a be- old man with a beard, it's not the Old Testament God. I'm sorry, I thought it is. It is. (laughs) I think of Jesus, and then that image dissolves. When I think of God, I think of Jesus, and then that image dissolves because I then try to subsume that single image into the Trinity. What a psycho, huh? What a crazy person. So, that's an evil person. He hates conservatives. He hates real Christians. He hates Trump. He hates you. A hateful person. And he's all going kissy-kissy with, uh, well, not actually kissing, but with Oprah. What a phony, huh? Anyway, I'm going to get to your calls. There's one line open, guys. Hang tight, callers. We will be getting to you. Let me first get to Louie out of Idaho. Louie, how are you doing, man? Thank you for calling. Hey, how are you, Hank? Fine. How are you? Oh, I just wanted to, co- I'm doing okay. I wanted to comment on the, uh, on the Vatican, uh, the name of their telescope is Lucifer, and that's a fact. Really? The Vatican, yes. the Vatican has a telescope? Yep, and it's named, the most powerful telescope there is, as per the uh, 
you know, what I've read. And its name is uh, Lucifer. Really? And where is the t- val- Vatican? Flat, Heath. Where is, is it? Flat. Earth is flat. <laughs> Why are you bringing that up? <laughs> <laughs> Vatican is like what? Thirteen acres of uh, its own country. Uh, yeah, but Vatican Advanced Technology Telescope located in Safford, Arizona. Are you talking about that one? Uh, I don't know. What I'm talking about Eric. You don't know what you're talking about. Leave me on hold so long. I drink. Oh man! You know I drink. I'm a day drinker. You know that. <laughs> Keep that to yourself, man. Well, uh... Okay, all right. <laughs> well, I appreciate the tip. I shall look it up. Lucifer. Look into it. The, the, the telescope's name is Lucifer. Earth is flat. Water doesn't... Water finds its own level. What about waves? All right, okay. I have arguments with my father. My father is a scientist. Your father is? My father is a scientist. He's a... He's a... He's a physicist, you know? Uh-huh. He's, a person, uh, he's retired now, but whatever. So okay. we argue, but it's fun. <laughs> you know? Yeah, okay. Lucas wants to be negative, you know? Uh, you know what? I want to know the truth, anyway. All right. Well, I appreciate you, Louis. It's good to hear from you. And I love Ita- right, Italians. If I love anybody, I love Italians. Oh, no. <laughs> you, you, read, you read my... All right. Stop reading into it. Stop reading into it. Eh? All right, man. <laughs> good to hear from all you. All right. Take care. Bye. All right. Uh, this is from PolitiFact, of, from the Pointer Institute, a very reliable source, I will have you guys know. By the way, I'm wearing my beautiful Confederate battle flag t-shirt. It is the rebel flag. Shout out to the, Amaz- the artist on Amazon who sold it to me but did not sell it to Jesse Lee. Because I got mine first, and Jesse's black. And Jesse tried to get it after Amazon banned all Confederate-related paraphernalia from their website. Book burners. Sick. Evil. Communists. That's Amazon. The same guy, Bezos, Jeff Bezos. And he, they, they got rid of it after that evil black from the Atlantic, which is, uh, who reminded me? Not a Christian outlet, says Ragnar0321. The Atlantic. The Atlantic uh, was the far-left, anti-Christian, anti-American outlet that was propping up that affirmative action black writer, Tanahasi Coates, <laughs> who is the son of a, like, Black Panther bookstore owner. Tanahasi Coates. It looks like Ta-Nehisi Coates. He wrote these dumb books, and he wrote a dumb, ar- evil article exploiting the uh, terror attack on the, uh, the black church over in one of the Carolinas. Remember Dylan Roof shot up the church, had a, had a black Democrat politician there and some other blacks. They were all nice to him. They were so nice to him, in fact, that he considered not shooting uh, them. But he went through with it anyway because he is a true believer in uh, a race war, I think. I think according to him. Coates, black, black soul, black heart, evil person. He wrote, get rid of the Confederate flag. And you know who, who complied? Amazon, which is an American, anti-American company, and the rhino governor of one of the Carolinas, uh, Nikki Haley, uh, uh, Indian, India Indian. 
<laughs> I pointed to the, my forehead, like, to signify the dot, but I don't think she has a dot. But, you know, they say dot versus feather Indian. But anyway, yeah, evil Nikki Haley kissed up to the, to the blacks and the anger and the evil, the anti-white hatred, the anti-southern beautiful South hatred. Shout out to the beautiful South. I love you. If I love anybody, <laughs> I love Italians and the South. And the South are some of the most honorable people you want to know. Smeared. Including those great Confederate heroes, such as Nathan Bedford Forrest, I think, right? Who were American heroes. General Robert E. Lee, an American hero. Smeared. Thomas Jefferson, probably a, a, a generally honorable man, especially compared to the males of today. Smeared, just because he had uh, slaves. Give me a break. But anyway, PolitiFact. I forget why I got off on that. <laughs> PolitiFact, owned by the Pointer Institute, Samantha Putterman, wrote November 22nd, 2021, No, the Vatican doesn't own a telescope called Lucifer. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, I said, oh, by the way, I'm wearing my battle flag t-shirt, and I have a battle flag st- Sticker shared with me by a a friend of mine, I think. Nice. Uh, The Vatican Observatory's research group in Arizona shares space with other organizations. One of those groups installed a telescope, briefly nicknamed one of its attachments, Lucifer, in in an attempt at an acronym. The instrument is owned and operated by several institutions, but the Vatican isn't one of them, but they share a space with them. The attachment was renamed Lucy in 2012. So claims this fact check from PolitiFact. <laughs> so there you go, uh, Louis Bootsy. Oops, I doxed him. But I mean, he has his last name in the chat. But I appreciate you, Louis. Nice. Um, wow, interesting. Uh, yeah, so that's that. Let me get to another caller. For you guys. Joe in Phoenix, Arizona. How are you doing, Joe? Good morning, James. Hey, good morning. Again. All right. So, (laughs) Bedford Forest, Fort Pillar, you said that it was just an act of war, right? Yeah. I mean, it was amidst war. Well, but James, you know that the Union had the major of that Fort Pillow had surrendered already. And oh, okay. Force still ordered the massacre of 300, not just all black, there were white soldiers too. Right. So then how come they pointed out that it was blacks unless they were kissing up to the blacks, the person who wrote that article? I can't speak for them. But yeah. It was white. It was a mostly bunch black, of... but, but, yeah. but it was white, white soldiers too. Okay. But, but, but there was good news is that the outrage of that outraged the North so much that they stopped engaging in prisoner exchanges with the South. So it ended up backfiring on the Confederacy big time. Oh, interesting. Well, if yeah. what you're saying is true, I stand slightly corrected. Thank you, man. That's all right. I mean, James, I mean, I know you've admitted on air multiple times that you just don't know history, but to use that as a reason to support that's a forest. It was an evil, terrible person. I don't use that as an as an excuse to to support him. I use that 
as a saying that that was a false excuse to oppose him. Well, I urge you to do, do more research, James. I mean, again, you're calling him evil, but you called Robert E. Lee evil. Yeah. And you didn't even know that Robert E. General Robert E. Lee to you. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. He, he said he wrote in a letter to his wife, according to Wikipedia, that slavery is a political and moral evil. And I know that you're all hung up on slavery being evil. So he called slavery a political and moral evil. And I know that you say that he led his soldiers uh, and re-enslave free black people over during the war up up in the north, mm-hmm. capture them and enslave That's them. Right. But he but he uh, overall he was an honorable man, and that was wartime. This was crazy. Uh, did you know that six hundred thousand American men died in this in the Civil War? More than that, the, the estimates are about half a million on the Confederacy and half a million. On the Union side. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah so it was crazy times. People, I, I think that there, there must have been quite a lot of hatred and strife going on during those times. You can... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so these things, this, these acts of crazy violence and, uh, and slavery and stuff, it was tough times and you had to be tough. You couldn't be a, you couldn't be a nicey-nice person and get by in life during those days. If you wanted to survive, it's really, it's really interesting. I mean, from what you said, you, you grew up in California, so why are you so supportive of the Confederacy? Because I see the most evil people in society in the mainstream. It's become very mainstream to just, and it throughout my life, I've saw, I've seen this, just mock and ridicule and uh, be prejudiced against Southerners, especially white Southerners. And you can be, you're not, you're supposed to be all tolerant and politically correct against, on behalf of everybody else except the white Southerners and the Christians. So I noticed that, and I'm like, hey now, hold on, wait a minute. You guys are some of the most evil people, you being like the mainstream media and all those uh, Hollywood types. And you're grandstanding about the evil of the South. I don't know about that. And... I look at the Southerners today, and the people who fly the Confederate flag, by and large, those are nice, NASCAR-going, Christian, honorable people today. And uh, I look at how they switched on the history and how they lie about the present-day news. These are liars who are most adamantly against the South. Well, James, it's interesting that you have those views. Um, you know, you and I are pretty much... Is there any truth to what I just said? I'd say there's some. I would say you are exaggerating a great deal of it, but you have your beliefs and I have mine. (laughs) Nice. But, um, at least I have a better idea as to why you want to wear that that stupid battle flag. It's not stupid, it's beautiful. Isn't it like eye-catching? That's all. That's communist propaganda. Shame on you. It's just facts, James. Did, did they lose? Yes or no? Yes. Everybody lost in that okay. war. America no, lost. the Union won. The Union won. No, there's not always a winner in, the, in a war. There are always losers. And, That's one thing I learned in high school. Freedom. History. And the slaves won their freedom. Uh, did they, though? Yeah, they did. <laughs> They're not very free today. They're still holding on to it. 
Who was they, James? They're, they're, well, they're not, they're not slaves anymore. <laughs> the blacks. The descendants. <laughs> the blacks are holding on to it, huh? Yeah, and the Irish, too. Some of those Irish are like, we were victims, too. And they were. <laughs> they were. James, there's, there's, a, there's a great uh, I love the Irish. Called, there's and a great the podcaster called uh, Glenn Lowry that I, I would hope that I would encourage you to listen to. All right. He makes no excuses for, you know, ghetto black folks or bad behavior, but he does it in a much more effective way. Glenn Lowry. Well, it's He's not just hard- the it's not just the ghetto. The ghetto is not uh they are a they are a symptom. That's all you and Jesse focus on. Not true. It is, is true. You ever heard us you, did you hear me talk about Oprah? I can't stand Oprah, so we'll probably agree on that. <laughs> then she is not ghetto. Her heart yeah, is evil, though. Oprah is a disgusting human being yeah. who, who, who lives to denigrate black men, so I can't stand her. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, so, uh, I don't know about this whole attack and smear upon Nathan Bedford Forrest. Did you like Forrest Gump? <laughs> yeah, it was okay, okay movie. Been a long time since I, since I saw it. But, yeah, I don't um, know if I've ever sat through the whole thing, <laughs> to be honest. I I uh, have been able to stand him less and less and less, that Tom Hanks lib. Well, I think it was misleading of you to say that Tom Hanks supports William Bert Forrest, and then he's <laughs> just the character that, that, that he played. <laughs> right, but he said that he was playing, he was named after the, the American hero or, or Confederate hero. Civil War yeah, hero. The, it, was a, it was a character he played. It doesn't mean that he himself supports the football. <laughs> anyway, James, we probably will never agree, but I enjoy talking to you. Have a good day. All right, you too. Take care. Um, quickly, let me get to Wes, the first-time caller in Utah. How are you doing, Wes? Just fine, James. How are you? Fine, thank you. Hey, I just wanted to, to uh, comment on your support of the South and the Confederacy. Okay. You know, it's nothing to be ashamed of. I'm in Utah. And you know what? The South, it is America. Yep. Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, our, our founding fathers were Southerners. And my point here is the victor does write the history. And that whole Fort Pillow event, if he really did what, what the previous caller said, if he really was, was responsible for that massacre... He would have been charged and convicted of, like, a war crime. But people also failed to, fail to uh, mention Nathan Bedford Forrest. He wasn't an evil man. After the war, you can look this up, he spoke at one of the first, it was called the Pole Bears Association. It was the predecessor of the NAACP, but it was a black civil rights movement group. And he spoke at that, he spoke at that meeting there. He was, the, he was the guest speaker, and he told them, he welcomed them, told them to be good citizens, to vote, and he said he would help them in any way to to better themselves. He would use their influence. But all I can just say is that it is just, you know, like you say, the victor writes the history. and Or the it, snakes it write be, the history. The propagandists that, write the history. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right? Exactly. So, I mean, we Not can Christians. agree to disagree, but... In the end, but I mean, yeah. it, it, it's just ridiculous. The South was not evil; they were resisting. They legally and peacefully seceded. And uh, anyway, uh, that's that's the reason why I support the South. There are many good things you can learn from the Southern tradition. It's like history is like a rose bush. 
Yeah. I mean, there are some thorns, there are some roses. We can appreciate the good things, but you don't want to just cast the whole rose bush out, you know? So we can learn from our history. And anyway, I, I'm, I'm rambling, rant off, but I just wanted to say that I, I, I come from probably the same school thought you come from on that. Nice, man. I appreciate that, Wes. Thank you, yeah, sir. Yeah, uh, Keep up the good work. All right. Take care. Uh, let me quickly get to Raphael, a first-time caller in Florida, wants to talk about the Confederate flag. How are you doing, Raphael? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Doing well. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I want to talk about the Confederate flag. A lot of people don't know that a lot of uh, blacks voluntarily actually fought for the flag. Yeah. Uh, and to this uh, day, was, some of them love it. Yeah, to even uh, <laughs> they, they said they were forced. That's a lie. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's proof that, like, um, free, uh, free blacks and also, uh, you know, Blacks that owned slaves, too, as well. Right. Oh, yeah. And they were some of the harshest slave owners because they knew what it was like, and they knew what the black fellow blacks could take, and they were some of the just... They were, they made the, uh, the white slave owners blush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Some of the... I mean, I'm a truck driver, and nice. I've been all over the country. The, I mean, the nicest people you'll ever meet is in the South. Yeah. The nicest people. Yep. But they always say they're like the worst. You know, they always throw them in society like the, the most garbage or something. Because they're the most Christian, and Christians and, and whites and men and straights, logical people, uh, people who are for true decency and true fairness, they're the ones standing in the way of this communist subversion and takeover and power grab of the globalist socialists, the communists, the people who kiss up to women and blacks and the worst type of blacks they're kissing up to, by the way, kissing up to anger and victimhood and blame and uh, divide and conquer mess. Nice. It's true. Yeah, man. Like I said, I'm from Florida. I mean, a lot of people are shocked. Well, depending where you go, in Florida, there's still... In, in the South, really, because I'm a truck driver, uh, you're gonna see a lot of black people with the Confederate flag. And yep. when people see that, they're like, "What the?" <laughs> and me, I'm not, I'm not white. <laughs> so when I tell people, "Hey, I support the Confederate flag," they look at me like, "What? Right. How? Why?" I like learn your history. Right. You've been brainwashed. Yep. That's true, man. Well, it's great to hear from you, Raphael. All right, man. Thank you. And shout out to the truckers. There's some decent truckers out there. Yes, sir. All right, man. Take care. All right. Merry Christmas. So, guys, uh, let me read a, a quick super chat for you guys here. Shout out to Based America First. Thank you for the tip, sir. You sent me a, a tip. I got a, a timestamp wrong on uh, yesterday's show, Wednesday's show. I listed 145.06 as John Lott. Should probably be Dan Crenshaw, maybe. What a mess. I made an assumption about the order of my uh, stories that I covered. Alexandra gave a super chat over there on streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Juicy Smollett. Sounds like just smell it. <laughs> and uh, no thanks. I, uh, I could see from... I could smell from very far away that it was 
bogus speech, what he was pushing, the lies that he was saying. MAGA country in, uh, at 3 a.m. in, uh, in uh, what was that, Chicago, Chi Town, pouring bleach on him, putting a noose on his neck and saying, this is MAGA country. I smell just, I just smelled it. <laughs> and he's the one who dealt it. That's Jussie Smollett. What a mess. Evil person. You know, speaking of bogus speech and vulgarness, real quick before I get to Tony in California, it's coming up next. He's been on hold for some time. Hang tight, guys. You can call in. 888-775-3773. I want to talk about this evil so-called Republican woman who's in office. I got this from Wikipedia and elsewhere. Nancy Mace. And I talked about her before. She's a, is she the one whom I said was married to a Curtis Jackson? Well, if I did... I did mention a person named Curtis Jackson, and I'm like, is that 50 Cent? <laughs> I don't think she was married to Curtis. Curtis Jackson the Third is 50 Cent. So I don't know which... Was she married to a black? I don't know. I don't think so, though, because her children look white. But Nancy Mace is a twice-divorced single mother, and she brags about it on her Twitter profile, by the way. I will have you know. She caught... This is her Twitter bio. Twitter is a social media platform. Uh... They're not a platform, though. They're publishers. They s- keep the conservatives and the decent people on a tight leash and kick you off if you tell the truth too much. They censor you. Anyway, her Twitter bio says, Congresswoman, SCO1, South Carolina, female congressman. And she's supposedly a Republican. Single mom, businesswoman, uh, former Waffle House waitress, hashtag Citadel, author, conservationist, hashtag low country first. Here she is with uh, two children that look like... Uh, Supposedly her children, she raises her two kids. This is according to an internet article. I read it on the internet. It's a fact. This Nancy raises her two kids as a single mom after her 2019 divorce from her ex-husband, Curtis Jackson. They had two children, Miles and Ellison. Oh, those are boys? Those are, wait, Ellison, is that a girl's name? Because one of them has long hair, but it looks like she could be a girl, could be a boy. You know, you never know. Mothers are raising their children, their boys, to have long hair. Uh, two children during their mothers, the couple quietly and amicably divorced in 2019. And it sounded like she divorced him. Isn't that usually the way? Congresswoman. Single mom, she calls herself. How many single mothers do we have in Congress? Too many, including blacks. And this woman is not black. Only her soul is black. And I'll prove it to you. She cusses worse than a male. I saw this exclusive article from the far-left foreign outlet, and yes, I consider the UK foreigners now. They are foreigners. They have a foreigner mayor of London. What the heck? Right? Uh, that, that Muslim guy? Communist? Independent.uk. Exclusive. Nancy Mace declares war on Trump tattletale Marjorie Green. I don't call her Taylor because that's her maiden name. Marjorie Green. Some of you guys call her Marjorie Taylor Green. I don't call her that. I call her Marjorie Green. <laughs> and this is what Nancy May says, according to Independent.uk. I'm not going to put up with her bullshit. She cussed. She actually cussed in public. Not very ladylike. And this is a Republican, a woman. When asked about right wing 
the right-wing con- uh, congresswoman, that's supposedly Marjorie Green, right? Marjorie Green is a, is a pro-Trump lady who's been standing up for the January 6th people, right? The people who've been, who've been political prisoners, right? This evil Nancy Mace, so-called Republican from South Carolina, from the South, no less. South, you guys are, how far is it, are all of us falling? What the heck? She said, I have no tolerance for racism, bigotry, religious bigotry, bullshit, or lies by anybody. She cussed. And she's bringing up racism, bigotry, religious bigotry, B- BS, and then she didn't say bogus speech. She said bull B-word. I mean, S-H blank blank word. <laughs> and this is a female, a lady? She said, Ms. Mace, Ms. Mace told reporters, all I can say about Marjorie Taylor Greene is bless her effing heart. F word. She actually said F word to reporters. Not very ladylike. Talk about shameless. Shout out to the Waffle House ladies, says Robert Lee. <laughs> yeah, this woman should have stuck with, sta- with working at Waffle House and stayed married. I wonder why she divorced this Curtis Jackson guy. And so Marjorie Green tweeted out, by the way, Nancy Mace went after Lauren Boebert, another Republican woman, right? Cringe. <laughs> Gross. Republican women taking Congress and slap fighting with each other and other Democrat females. Meanwhile, the country is going to hell. And actually, the males in Congress are a bunch of female-minded Cowards themselves so often, right? Yeah, it's true. But anyway, uh, Nancy Mace is trash, says Marjorie Green. <laughs> Nancy Mace is the trash in the GOP conference. Never attacked by Democrats or rhinos, same thing, she says, because she is not conservative. She is pro-abort. Interesting. Yeah, I looked that up on, uh, on Wikipedia, and she was, she's wishy-washy on the abortion thing. Mace, you can back up off Lauren Boebert, Lauren Boebert being a female congressman from uh, Colorado who, who went after the jihad squad, <laughs> the female Muslim women who don't belong in Congress, but they are there. Cor- not Cortez, I almost said Cortez, but Ilhan Omar said, well, she might have a bomb under that thing. <laughs> Lauren Boebert, she's the one who goes around... Uh, with a concealed carry gun, right? In D.C. But Lauren Boebert was trashed by Nancy Mace. You can back up off or just go hang with your real gal pals, the Jihad Squad. You are out of your league. (laughs) And she said, Mace fits right in on CNN and Mediaite shows this video of Nancy Mace calling out Lauren Boebert over her anti-Muslim attack on CNN. You don't go on CNN unless you are against America. Unless you're going to go tell the truth on CNN. But these, this lady, uh, Nancy Mace, a liberal rhino female. Cat fight, says Robert Lee. Yeah. Hey, it is also not ladylike to not have a beard. <laughs> oh, it is also ladylike to not have a beard, says people. Pepe Le Pew. Whatever, man. I have this thing. This thing counts, right? Soul patch? <laughs> uh. 
So this evil woman responded to Marjorie Green, Nancy Mace. And this is more vulgar cussing, basically. Nancy Mace on Twitter. This is what a bat emoji, poop emoji, clown emoji looks like. This is what, and she's quote tweeting Marjorie Green calling her trash and pro-abortion and backup off of Lauren Boebert, who is going after the Muslim females in Congress. It's ridiculous. We have Muslim females in Congress. In America. They talked about people who are underrepresented. <laughs> Soul Patch is negative masculine, Hake. <laughs> Dang. What a mess. Lip beards don't count. Okay. Uh, so this Nancy Mace woman is calling Green bat sh blank blank crazy. That's what she's calling her. Vulgar, huh? Vulgar females. They're worse even than the males. They're pretending to be men. It just doesn't fit. It doesn't fit, lady. Nancy Mace. Sick woman. Your children are what, teenagers? Oh no, she, young, maybe younger than teenagers. I, I just saw a picture of them. They look younger than teenagers. Acting like middle schoolers, says Jake uh, in 1987. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of Marjorie Green either, or, or Lowen, much less Lauren Boebert. People are like the governor of one of the Dakotas. The Dakota where, I can't remember the state, can't keep my states correct, right, right? The one where the, uh, the Mount Rushmore is, that skinny woman who is a, uh, oh yeah, Big Bump reminded me. Mace was, quote-unquote, sexually assaulted at 14, so she claimed, uh, on the state house floor in South Carolina. Who was she hanging around to be sexually assaulted? Yeah, according to her, I think I have some pictures and, uh, that explain that. This Nancy Mace, ugly rhino female South Carolina person. Oh yeah, mid-2019. Mace's desire to find strength in herself after a teenage rape inspired her to join military college. In mid-2019, Nancy revealed on the state house floor in South Carolina, how embarrassing, they should have censured her, that she'd been raped as a teenager. So she, this is 2019, she was born in the 77 or something like that. She's like 43 or 44 years old, this evil woman. Uh, so she's older than me, and 2019, she is 42 years old or something like that? Saying she was raped as a teenager. Embarrassing. Do me a favor, everybody. If you were raped as a teenager, don't be telling it. Men or women. As a, uh, as an adult, you only make yourself look bad and undesirable and evil. Uh, she made the confession as part of an effort to include exceptions for rape and incest in a fetal heartbeat abortion ban bill pay passed by the House in... South Carolina, the state house. What an evil woman. Meaning she's for killing the babies, the rape babies. Rape babies are people too. Evil, sick female. Anyway. Yeah, that's, that's that gross woman. Who was I talking about just before switching over to that thing? I forget. 
It's disgusting, though. Who was I talking about before? I feel like I was about to go into somebody else. Anyway, Nancy Mace is an evil woman. Evil woman. You know, I was talking the, earlier this week about Dana Nessel. Just to revisit her, Dana Nessel is the uh, state attorney general of Michigan. Michigan is where that school shooting happened. That 15-year-old boy, so-called boy, who was, was uh, <laughs> that 15-year-old boy who was plagued by his thoughts. Plagued by his thoughts. If we have that God's Learning Channel episode today, there's, Jesse has a great little segment there talking to a preacher, Calvary Chapel preacher from 2004 on the Jesse Lee Peterson YouTube channel, talking about people who are plagued by their thoughts. Because you don't create your thoughts. They are, you're possessed, really. <laughs> this, this evil uh, 15-year-old kid shot up a school, killed some of his classmates or whoever they were at this high school, and they're charging the parents for not locking up the gun properly or something like that, or providing something like that. And these parents look like they're my age, but a mess. And he did not ignore all thoughts, says Misty Moriton. Yeah, or Misty 8976. Yeah. Everybody getting raped. <laughs> yeah. So he went and uh, listened to Satan and shot up and killed people. And now we have an evil attorney general of, this, of the state of Michigan, which is a very corrupt state now, who is a lesbian, I will remind you, Dana Nessel. And she's, she thinks that Judaism infor, informs her social justice push, too. According to uh, Times of Israel, how Judaism inspires the first openly gay politician in Michigan state office. What an embarrassment. And there's her son, by the way. She has a son, or twin sons, who look a lot like her. So it makes me think that they have her DNA, but she's a, a lesbian, so-called married to a female. Lesbian marriage equality lawyer, so-called. No such thing. Elected Michigan Attorney General back in 2018. And by the way, she's not that skinny, so I... I wonder if they're, I mean, she's not that fat. Neither is her so-called wife. So it makes me curious if they are truly so-called lesbians. But anyway, her Facebook post from a, uh, when she got sloppy drunk and wheelchaired out of a, uh, out of a Michigan's, Michigan game, college football. And you can see the picture that she posted on her own Facebook. She's all holding a baseball cap down over her face and just, just drunk. She claimed she had two, uh, two uh, Bloody Marys on an empty stomach, thinking, oh, it's basically a salad. This evil woman, probably lying about how much she drank, by the way, or covering up, <laughs> which she should, but she should cover up a lot more and have some shame. But no, she's defiant. So she put out an official statement on November 10th, 10 days after the incident. My staff pleaded with me to hire a crisis management PR firm for the incident that occurred October 30th at the University of Michigan, Michigan State University, MSU football game, or whatever. 
I thought that I would just share the events which transpired that faithful, fateful day. Before the game, I attended a tailgate on an empty stomach. Much to my surprise, MSU tailgates tend to have more alcohol than food, so I thought it seemed like a good idea to eat two Bloody Marys, this woman said on her Facebook. As long as you put, put enough vegetables in them, it's practically a salad. As it turned out, it was not a brilliant idea. Also, I might be a terrible bartender, she claimed. What an embarrassing woman. This is the attorney general. All sloppy drunk in public, by the way. And she is a mother of two t- teenage children, supposedly. Lesbian. I proceeded to go down the game. I'm told dif- Michigan definitely won. I guess it was Michigan versus Michigan. I started to feel ill. I lay low for a while, but my friends recommended I go, I leave so as to prevent from vomiting on any of my constituents. And she says, polling consistently shows, this is disgusting. I've never heard of this, but typical of a, like a of dirty perverted lesbian to mention this, polling consistently shows Facebook posts, Roman showers to be unpopular among most demographics. I've never heard of that term, but this is a sick woman mentioning drunk, yeah, evil people. I had a few folks help me up the stairs, and someone grabbed a wheelchair so as to prevent me from stumbling in the parking lot. Like all smart people attending festivities where drinking occurs, I had a designated driver, she says, this sassy evil woman. I went home, fell asleep on the couch, and my wife, this is a woman talking with a so-called wife, threw some blankets on me and provided me with some water and Tylenol for what she knew would be a skull-crushing hangover the next day. Best wife ever, this shameless lesbian stated. So there, that's the scandalous tale of the event, she mockingly says, which transpired at Tailgate Gate. As some pointed out, it seemed like a good idea to make the governor take a picture with Ron Wisner. Sorry, governor. So that's a reference to, like, a conservative guy. I guess she was in that photograph that she was in, too, where she's all drunk and out of it. So no... One doesn't have to, one doesn't have to imagine what the scene might have looked like. I attached this handy photo. She shows a picture of herself all drunk. Normally, I would ask my trusted friend and communications savant, Kelly Rossman-McKinney, for advice on how best to handle this crisis, PR crisis, public relations crisis. But she died last night, so I can't. There's her pity party. Uh, I am human. This is what everybody says who, uh wants to excuse their evil. I am human. Sometimes I screw up. This was definitely one of those times. My apologies, fake apology, to the entire state of Michigan for this mishap, but especially that Michigan fan sitting behind me, some things you can't unsee, which is vulgar. Sounds vulgar to me. From now on, I pledge never to drink on an empty stomach and definitely never to have another Bloody Mary because it's going to get a while. It's going to take a while to get that taste out of my mouth. Sorry to all people who have supported me for letting you down. I will try to do better. That's that defiant lesbian, shameless, disgusting person uh, said. If you, if you ever uh, grew up drinking and all that stuff and you fall into that type of thing, don't be defiant, especially ladies. Don't be defiant and, and give out fake apologies and excuses and post shameless post shamelessness people pretend like oh this is such a this is such a real person an honest politician oh i'm so refreshing this is not an honest politician she's evil pretty gross huh very gross 
Apology not accepted, says Mike Gibson. <laughs> so he's going to chalk it up to I'm human. Amazing. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's the shamelessness that we're bringing into politics with these women. Acting like they're, acting like they're men, but even the men don't act this, like that. Keeping it real. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, let me get to Tony in California. We're coming up on the top of the hour here. Tony in Cal... I have a, another Christmas song to share for you, or a few. Uh, what's up, Tony in California? Good morning, Hank. How the heck are you? Fine, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing just fine. I want to make this first comment about your boy, Nick. My, ma- Nick, my main man, Nicolas. Sit down on Nationwide Network and lied on me, talking about I said yes to Christmas. He need to correct that. Uh, he owed me an apology for lying on me. Nobody cares. Well, you should care, but the thing is... <laughs> Why should we care what, what, what you do on Christmas? That's so, that's so your true Christianity on you, how much you lie. That's why. No. It's yeah, not a lie. You know, it's yeah, not it a, a lie. lie. But I didn't say that. I didn't say that. So, so why isn't a lie? He lied on me. Okay? He's, he, was, he was mistaken, I guess. I don't yeah, even understand. No, 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 I don't no, even no, understand no, what you no, just said. Or, well, the thing is, you use. I don't know or care what "quote unquote" lie you claim okay. Nick said. You come Wait, on here and lie Nick, every day. Nick, no, and you lie every day too. So what's the difference? Oh, but so you're supporting is, lies I'll just call, because I so-called lie? I call the comment on your Christmas celebration. How long until he says that, America? Cup? That's a lie too. That's a <laughs> lie too. What Santa Claus ever came in your chimney? You don't even probably don't even have a chimney. You don't know me. I'm that, well, there you go. There you, that's, your, that's your only defense. Oh, you don't know me. <laughs> you, do you? Need to, you need to understand that Christmas is about capitalism. It's all about money. And that's capitalism about. is about Christianity until the commie capitalists came in and perverted it, you sicko. Oh, I don't know nothing but no communist cap. This ain't Russia, bro. This ain't China, okay? This is the new you, United States of this America. Is a, no, this is commie capitalist subversion. And you America, fell for it. Our America, you wish. That, everything that's a lie in America comes from a white folk. There is no America, it's America. It's white folks, it's white folks. That what America means. White folks. It don't mean nothing else but white folks. You wish. That was, you would be better justice, off if it were. Justice said that America is for white folks. That's it. You would be better off if you truly believed and lived that way and agreed with it. Well, you know what thing? I'm yep. so glad that I don't agree with and don't believe in that mess that America developed to suck the money out of the peak of the people and the poor people of America. That's all it is about the sucking the money out of. That's it. You know, I tune you out when you talk. Is I just hear blah 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 blah. Okay, there you go. But the thing <laughs> is, you don't want to hear the truth. And why y'all GOPs always getting convicted on sex? Uh, uh, crimes with children and stuff. Why is that? Did you know that blacks do that more frequently than whites? No, I, I can't tell. It comes from you didn't know that, huh? It comes, it comes from you didn't know that religion. because you people no, look the other way and you have and you have no snitch culture and you have a, all these single mothers abusing wing. the children. And uh, then you bring wing. in all these stepdads. And okay, so it's more said. frequent, more common among the blacks to be perverted in that way than it is among I the whites. Bet more, you didn't know that. It's more poor you. It's more poor Europeans in America than anybody else. 
What's your point? I'm just saying. There's nobody poor in America, except for maybe, maybe Appalachia. Are the people in, are the people in, uh, what did he call me? What did he, what did he call me, Louis? Are the people in Appalachia poor? If the people are in, in Appalachia are poor, chat. Hold on, man. Oh, I'm going to put Tony on hold. If the people in Appalachia, to the chat, the live chat, are poor, press one. If they are not poor, press two. If a little bit, press three. <laughs> Just because I'm curious. Because I don't believe there's true poverty in uh, America, but Tony's a fake. Uh, can I speak now? Yeah. Well, you, you must have never been to West Virginia, Kentucky, Mississippi. Parts of Alabama, where the poor white folks down there are, I mean, I mean they are poor, 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 poor. And they keep on voting for the GOP, and the GOP ain't doing them but sucking the blood out of them and taking all their money and ain't doing nothing for them. Go, go look at West Virginia. That's all you got to do. West Virginia, the main state, the poorest state in the union. Cracker tells me that Appalachia, or by way of Nick, that Appalachia is really poor. How we get on Appalachia? We're talking about America, cause. Appalachia isn't in America, dummy. Where, where sorry, sorry, kids. I, I, I couldn't help it. It slipped out of my mouth. I oh, apologize for calling him oh, dummy. You called call me the N-word? No, I said you dummy. You N-word on your YouTube, man. Is, is dummy the same thing as the N-word? I don't know. It sounded like you said dumb You don't know? You sound like you said dumb N-word to me. <laughs> Oh, man, I wish I said that. <laughs> I wouldn't be apologizing to the kids if I had said that. It's in your heart. You ain't got to say it's in your heart. No, that's in your mind. You're this is where Satan is talking. It's written on that shirt you wear. Is that what you think that you are? Do you think that you are a dumb N-word? No, I know I'm a human being. I don't know the no N-word. An N-word is a human being. Stop dehumanizing the N-words. It's written on that shirt you wear. How about that? Were the people called N words a human? Were they were they human beings? Uh, no, not, no, no, they weren't human beings. No, 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 no. Yes, they you are. Call, I, I can call You're you a bird. sick. You don't even are believe you in science. I can, You're a mess. I can call you. I can call you a bird. Are you a bird? Okay, make it make sense then. <laughs> All right, Tony. Nice talking with you. Have a wonderful day. Hey, look, stop hating, man. Stop hating. This is a This this is a real. Two America coming in live now because we got more people of color than we do Europeans. Are you now. a jogger? Excuse me? Do you jog? Are Sometimes, you a jogger? Yes. Sometimes, yes. Uh huh. And when I do jog, I, I prepare for any stupidity. Believe it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you look in the mirror, mirror and say, I'm ready for your stupidity. Hey, anytime. And you tell, were you looking in the mirror right now when you said, Stop hating? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, okay. Thank you, Tony. Merry Christmas to you. Uh, happy, hey, hey, happy holidays. <laughs> Gross. That is an anti-Christian. All right, uh, guys, we are, I'm going to get to your Super Chats. But first, it is the top of the hour here, and I have a, uh, a song to share with you. It's not from Luho Records. This is from uh, Sounds Are Active, I think. Uh, this is from the group Nicole, with, a, with an H, Nicole, N-I-C-H-O-L-E, and the Dreamcatchers, Nicole and the Dreamcatchers, 
Christmas carols with a K, K-R-I-S-M-U-S, carols, K-A-R-U-L-S, Christmas carols. Uh, it's their EP, and it was appeared on a compilation. Uh, and here are a few songs, Christmas songs, Santa songs. Santa is the greatest, and uh, surf rap. Hope you enjoy Nicole and the Green ca- and the and the Dream Catchers. This music stinks. Pepe Le Pew says in anticipation. <laughs> I'll be right back in like ninety seconds for hour two, guys. Hang tight. Santa is the greatest. Go to his house. Get Lord bad as yesterday's silent night, Hake. <laughs> OMG, no, what the bleep is this so bad I had to cuss, says Black Stepdad. <laughs> Did Hake draw this? What kind of cover art is this? Yeah, it has a something. Worse than Rebecca Black, whoever that is, can't mute fast enough. Is this Hunter Biden's art? <laughs> hey, why are all the... Anyway. My ears! <laughs> well, guys, that was Nicole and the Dream Catchers. She was 12 years old in 2003, which means she's like 30 today. Wow. Um, and that was some Christmas music. Santa, Santa. Seemed a little bit... Uh, what is that called when you <laughs> when you uh, put somebody else above the the uh, most high? Hake's music is worse than slavery. <laughs> well, that's some Christmas music for you guys. Uh, tomorrow I'll have some uh, nice black Christian Christmas music, um, a black version of Handel's Messiah's uh, the, the, his first opening m- music movement. It's gonna be black. Uh, Nicole with a CH. Anyway, guys, that was that. Let me read some super chats for you. Lord Turkey Man Stinky Bibby, whoa, gave a super chat, asked, Poverty in America? The poorest people in America are the richest people in the world. You are right, Hake. B. 
Big Mama Tony is dumb. Play it back. Hakamania ran wild, brother. <laughs> nice. Lord Tur uh, Turkey Man Stinky Baby gave another super chat. Big Mama Tony is angry. Big Mama Tony sure loves him some tamales. And that's a reference to uh, the evil. The evil. Uh, Michelle Obama. Big Bump says, go sit down somewhere, Nicole. Yeah, she's praising Santa like he's better than Jesus. And she's all into getting presents. That's not good. But I still thought that the music was somewhat charming. Santa is the greatest. Surfing in the USA. <laughs> That's a wrap. Well, guys, I have some more stuff to share with you. Um, I, saw, I came across this clip a couple of days ago. Elon Musk apparently was appeared on a an interview on uh, what was that Wall Street Journal or something like that. He was on like a Zoom call or something, and it was interesting. This is from Breaking Nine One One on Twitter. He's talking about uh, basically communism and condemning communism, which is kind of good. Well, is it? That he was condemning communism? He didn't really outright call this communism. But he's talking about uh, this redistribution of wealth stuff. Redistribution of wealth stuff. Very interesting comments. Here is clip 14. Breaking 911 on Twitter. Elon Musk, it does not sense, make sense to take the job of capital allocation away from the people who have demonstrated great skill and give it to an entity that has demonstrated poor skill, the government. The biggest corporation, monopoly on violence. Listen to this. Interesting point. Elon Musk. I think. <laughs> it's not ready. Elon Musk, guys. Um, then, you know, at some point, really what you're doing is capital allocation. So you're not... It's not money for personal expenditure. It's, it's, it, what you're doing is, is capital allocation. And it does not make sense to take uh, the, the job of capital allocation away from people who have demonstrated great skill in capital allocation and give it to uh, you know, an entity that has demonstrated very poor skill in, in capital allocation, which is the government. Uh, I mean, you can think of the government essentially uh, as a corporation in the limit. Uh, it, it is, it is a, the government is simply the biggest corporation with a monopoly on violence and, with, and where you have no recourse. Can so how much money do you want to give part? that entity? Can you explain that last part? What the heck? That's pretty self-explanatory. A monopoly on violence. Communism is socialism at the end of a gun. Dumb woman. Evil woman. Uh, Misty is, uh, Misty8967 says, Elon is gross. What a weird person. Yeah, he does look a little odd. He's South African, I heard. I heard that he's South African. Has he spoken up for the South African whites? A lot of South Africans who get out of South Africa, they stay mighty quiet as much as they can. I wonder what, that, what that's about. I watched this excellent uh, documentary, or interesting documentary, or listened to it, really, uh, from Serpensa? Serpensa. Serpent Z-A, I think. Serpensa. This guy who moved to China. He was a South African guy. But he was like a British South African, so he didn't really get fit in with the 
real white South Africans, the native South Africans. The natives are the guys who were like, came from the Dutch. They went there, started the country. They were the first people there in Cape Town. And now it's, they got rid of apartheid and replaced it with communism, which is worse than apartheid. Just like what we have today is worse than slavery and worse than Jim Crow and worse than segregation, what we have today in America. It's evil. And it's getting worse. What a mess. Yeah, he's South African. He doesn't really speak up about the uh, farm murders or the, uh, the communism taking over. The black anti-white and anti-black, honestly. Anti-human being. Anti-truth. Anti-good stuff. But that's globalism for you. I guess he has to play the game. I don't know. He has some kids out of wedlock, too. What a weird, weird, what a weird guy. You're right, Misty. And he shaves the side of his head. He looks like a, uh, almost like a fashy haircut. <laughs> Did you guys hear about, um, speaking of the war on Christmas, did you guys, I think I have this clip. It's just a B-roll clip of this Chris, Fox News Christmas tree. It's a gif, really. A gif? Gif? I call it a gif. You guys can call it a gif. Whatever that thing is. Of the Fox News? Well, it's, I don't know if it's a Fox News. Fox Christmas tree. Arson. By a homeless. And it wasn't a black. His soul was black. Uh, it was by a, like a... Like a Japanese. Look at this. Look at this imagery of the Fox News tree. Burning. What in the world? And look at that. That's a Japanese. I think he's a Japanese. He looks like it. And he sounds like it. His name is Craig. Craig. That's an American name. Tamaha, Tamanaha. Doesn't that sound Japanese or something like that? I'm assuming. And he was freed without bail on Wednesday night, by the way. Even after burning the tree. What a mess. And, uh... <laughs> The Fox and Friends hosts called it a hate, hate crime, not a hate crime, a hate crime against Fox News, which I might agree. But this guy, this arson suspect, 49 years old, arrested Wednesday and then released because they have the no bail, no money bail th- stuff going on. Reminds me of the Waukesha massacre against whites, against white Christians, against white Christian little girls and old ladies and and some men, I think, by that black suspect who was released with no bail, who was a violent criminal. Evil, huh? Craig Tamanaha uh, said, I didn't do it. <laughs> okay, maybe he's innocent. All right, maybe he's innocent. Some of those people who deny doing stuff, they deny it so convincingly. Some of the, like, there was this black guy who was a serial killer of black females. And sometimes they were prostitutes or strippers or whatever, but sometimes they were just nice girls who got in the car with him. Well, nice girls? I don't know. But he was killing a bunch of them, and then later he saw, I was set up by the DA. (laughs) This is not Kyle, you're not Kyle Rittenhouse, man. I saw that video on, like, one of those story YouTube channels. No injuries, though, with this Christmas tree up in flames. Investigators said the 50-foot artificial tree was set ablaze using a burning piece of cardboard, according to the New York Post. Damage estimated to be about $500,000. Wow! $500,000, and that's 
Anyway. Wow. And he's not held on bail? A vagrant with a long criminal record would have to be accused of a more serious charge of third-degree felony arson in order to be forced to pay bail for his release, said the criminal defense lawyer Mark Bedereau, telling the newspaper. The more serious arson offense only happens when there is a perceived intent to harm a person or an allegation of a hate crime. Hate crimes don't exist. But anyway, they were going to replace the tree, I guess. What a mess. Some of you guys say the Christmas tree is, is, uh, what? What is that stuff called? Pagan? So does that mean Donning Armor likes it? <laughs> what a mess. You know, the Pope is evil too. I saw this, and it's, granted, it's just a headline, but the Pope, Pope Francis, he, according to this headline from Drudge, I'm reading Drudge again, guys, and New York Post, New York Post is pretty liberal, but sometimes they, uh, whatever. Pope Francis says, sins of the flesh aren't that serious. Lust is not the worst of the seven deadly sins, according to Pope Francis. And actually, the drudge headline reads, extramarital sex is not the most serious sin, according to the Pope. And he puts not the most serious sin, not most serious uh, in quotes. You don't be saying that, Pope, because people are going to justify, uh, it's not the most serious. Which, I've never heard preach a preacher say that that's the most serious sin. But the serious preachers say that it is evil. And it is evil. The sex out of wedlock stuff. Think about the children that come out of that mess, or the abortions, or the, uh, messed up uh, lives. People kill after, because the passions are inflamed, people kill after doing that stuff, getting involved like that. They get angry enough to kill one another. Sins of the flesh are not the most serious, says the 84-year-old religious, so-called religious leader, said regarding sex outside of marriage. Top transgressions instead include pride and hatred, according to Reuters. But it all comes from that and, uh, anyway, that's interesting. He's, he's might be kind of right about that. But what is more inflamed by pride and hatred than feeding your pride and hatred by having the sex out of wedlock? Right? What a mess. And then having the, and then screwing, messing up the kids. He was ranking, he was, his rankings for the worst wrongdoings followed the resignation of the, of a parish, Paris arch Bishop, who quit over a relationship with a woman, ooh, earlier this month. 70-year-old French cleric Michael Apotie, Frenchman, Psh. am I right? No, I'm kidding. Denied being intimate with the anonymous female, behavior that would break his promise of celibacy, according to Reuters. Crazy, huh? Pope Francis. It was a failing against the sixth commandment. You shall not commit adultery, but not a total one. One of small caresses, massage, oh my gosh, given to the, the secretary. That is what the accusation is, Pope Francis clarified about Apoutit's actions. There is a sin there, but not the worst kind. Oh, that's getting vague. What the heck? Anyway, he accepted the guy's reputa- uh, resignation. 
Not because he had sinned, but because the rumors were too damaging. He was condemned, but by whom? By public opinion, by gossip. He could no longer govern, Francis told reporters. I accepted the resignation of Aupetit, not on the altar of truth, but on the altar of hypocrisy, whatever that means. He issued an apology. I ask forgiveness for those I might have hurt, he said in a Thursday statement. I have been deeply troubled by the attacks on me. I pray for those who maybe have wished bad things onto me, as Christ has taught us, this guy says. This guy who allegedly massaged his secretary or something. (laughs) What a mess. Crazy, huh? He's right about that gossip and evil stuff. That gossip is evil. And the people outside judging. And honestly, I don't, I don't agree with this. Uh, I don't agree with the Catholics who f- say that the people have to be, the church leaders have to be c- celibate. The heck? Doesn't the, doesn't the New Testament say they can be the husband of but one wife, right? Anyway. Anyway, that's the Pope. Confusing. Confusing as usual. Does he speak, does he even speak English? He kissed up to George Floyd. Remember that? George Floyd. So he is, I think, he's suspect for sure. I'm leery of him. Anyway, let me get to Hillary's health, if, if I, since I have some time here. Drudge reports Hillary delivers the victory speech that never was. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Hillary Clinton gave a master class. Uh, thing. This thing was called Masterclass, and they hired her. Hillary Clinton. You guys are familiar with her? She was the so-called first lady of the United States. No, James, says Radulazer. <laughs> Shout out to, uh, Twitch. Am I live on Facebook? Let me just see, make sure. What's up, Facebook crew? I think I saw you. Um, clip 13A, I think I have I think I ha- I might have to drag in one more, actually. Yeah, Clip C. I'm going to drag in Clip C, uh, Chris. Um, but first, let me show you. Her first one, she's not crying. But it's so phony. And honestly, I don't even think she wrote this thing. But if she did, that's even worse. This is her, this is her calling herself a master class person. And she's in 2021 reading with her smiley cheeks. She has those smiley cheeks things. Looks like her cheeks are smiling. Uh, Reading her 2016 winner's speech when she lost to our real president, Donald J. Trump. This is the same speech that sleazy Joe Biden should have been uh, reading. Am I right? Because uh, Trump should have should have spanked that guy. But who knows? Here's Hillary Clinton. Listen to this. In this lesson, I'm going to face one of my most public defeats head on by sharing with you the speech I had hoped to deliver if I had won the 2016 election. She sounds bitter. So this was supposed to be the victory speech that I would have delivered on election night in New York on November the 8th of 2016. (laughs) I've never 
shared this with anybody. I've never read it out loud. But it helps to encapsulate who I am, what I believe in, and what my hopes were for um, the kind of country that I want for my grandchildren and that I want for the world that I believe in is America at its best. What a psycho. Yep, Willie. My fellow Americans, today you sent a message to the whole world. Our values endure. Our democracy stands strong. Not a democracy. And our motto remains, E pluribus unum. (laughs) Out of many, one. Diversity. We will not be defined only by our differences. We will not be an us versus them country. Lie. The American dream is big enough for everyone. Everyone? Through a long, hard campaign, we were challenged to choose between two very different visions for America. The real one How we grow together, how we live together, and how we face a world full of peril and promise together. Fundamentally, this election challenged us to decide what it means to be an American in the 21st century. And by reaching for unity, decency, and what President Lincoln called the better angels of our nature, we met that challenge. Unity. (laughs) Today, with your children on your shoulders, neighbors at your side, friends old and new standing as one, you renewed our democracy. And because of the honor you have given me, you changed its face forever. I've met women who were born before women had the right to vote. They've been waiting a hundred years for tonight. I've met little boys and girls who didn't understand why a woman has never been president before. Now they know, and the world knows, that in America, every boy and every girl can grow up to be whatever they dream, even president of the United States. Loser! This is a victory for all Americans, men and women, boys and girls, because as our country has proven once again, when there are no ceilings, the sky's the limit. (laughs) Because the glass ceiling, she's talking about the glass ceiling that the women face, and they should. Actually, it should be solid three layers of brick ceiling. Stay down, woman. Stay in your place. You don't belong leading the heck. What a gross woman. She's so fake, says uh, Copycat Ninja. Uh, somebody said, this is even worse than your music. And by the way, those, che- those cheek, uh, round cheek, smiley cheek things, somebody said they're called dimples. <laughs> you, you might be right. <laughs> she wants to break the glass ceiling or whatever, and she can't even deliver a concession speech on time. <laughs> anyway, here's somebody saying, turn it off. No volume watching her is hard. Says little Chrissy. Yeah. She's reading. She's fake. And here is Hillary crying. I have to share it with you. She starts, well, she starts talking about her mother and some like hard life or something that her mother supposedly had ever since being a little girl. And so I cut, jump ahead a little bit. And here's her talking about her mother teaching her to be a Christian and other stuff. (laughs) 
She taught me the words of our Methodist faith. Do all the good you can for all the people you can in all the ways you can, as long as ever you can. I think about my mother every day. Sometimes I think about her on that train. I wish I could walk down the aisle. <laughs> Aww. Aww. She has feelings. I wish I could walk down the aisle and find the little wooden seats where she sat, holding tight to her even younger sister, alone, terrified. She doesn't yet know how much she will suffer. Marty doesn't think she's she really crying. She doesn't yet know she will find the strength to escape that suffering. That is still a long way off. Imagine she's crying the and she won like that. The future is still unknown. And she stares out at the vast country moving past her. I dream of going up to her and sitting down <laughs> next to her, taking her in my arms and saying, look at me. Listen to me. You will survive. You will have a good family of your own. Lizards and three don't cry. children. And as hard as it might be to imagine, your daughter will grow up and become the president of the United States. <laughs> Not. <laughs> I am as sure of this as anything I have ever known. Heartwarming. America is the greatest country in the world. <laughs> and from tonight going forward, together, we will make America even greater than it has ever been for <laughs> each and every one of us. Thank what you. Phony. God bless you. And may God bless America. You don't believe in God, you Methodist, phony Methodist woman. Do you want to, you guys want to hear more? <laughs> This is the worst acting I've ever seen. Press one if you want more. Press two if I have to stop. Press three if you hate it but want to hate watch the, the rest of it. Got chat. She looks like the saw puppet. Yeah, she has those smiley cheek things. Uh, it's funny that I know what this saw puppet looks like. <laughs> Willie. I'm seeing three. I'm seeing two. I see one. I see two. Two, two, two. Two. Make it stop. No, this woman was a terrible candidate. Stealing Trump's slogan now, too? Yeah. I'm seeing so many twos. I see some threes. And I see a majority of twos, but I have to... Hake hates us if he plays more. <laughs> Snake, stop. Hake. Let me just play the last part, because it is communist. Get wrecked, Jigsaw. <laughs> you look like Hillary. <laughs> Maybe Jigsaw was fashioned after Hillary. Uh... Let me play this. I have to play it. I grabbed the clip. I went through the work. You guys gotta listen. Here's Hillary talking communist, uh, LGBT. Like uh, William from California said, gay. Here's Hillary. If you dig deep enough through all the mud of politics, eventually Yourself. you hit something hard and true a foundation of fundamental values that unite us as Americans. You prove that today. In a country divided by race and religion, class and culture, and often paralyzing partisanship, 
a broad coalition of Americans embraced a shared vision of a hopeful, inclusive, big-hearted America. Big-hearted. An America where women are respected and immigrants are welcomed. No. Where veterans are honored, parents are supported, yeah, right. and workers are paid fairly. That was my computer, An America Sorry, guys. where we believe in science, <laughs> where we look beyond science. people's disabilities and see their possibilities. It's called Where marriage handicap. is a right and discrimination is wrong. Fake. No matter who you are, what you look like, where you come from, or who you love. Evil. An America where everyone counts and everyone has a place, a place and a purpose. So glad Because we lost. all have a role to play in our great American story. And yes, <laughs> that absolutely includes oh. everyone who voted for other candidates or who didn't vote Such at a real laugh. All. Isn't that sweet? Yes, I hate the chat. <laughs> I disobeyed. I saw majority twos. Let me just double check Odyssey. I saw a one and a three on Odyssey. So the real, the real chat is on Odyssey. Hake watch. <laughs> anyway, guys, you're welcome. You're welcome. Inclusive. Marriage is a right. Stupid, evil, lying woman. Anyway. Thank you guys for bearing with me through that. Was that worse than my music? <laughs> Let me get to Joe in Oregon. The great Joe in Oregon. How are you doing, Joe? Thanks for calling, man. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing well. Thank you, sir. I just wanted to say how much I agree with you about women should not be in power, in positions of power at all. Yeah. The only thing you should be in charge of is the kitchen. The house. The, the family. The it, house. Yeah, she can run exactly. the house. Take, take care of the As house. As like the vice president care. when yeah. I'm out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. And yeah. then taking care of the man when he comes home from work. Right. Yeah. And by the way, if you slip up and and uh, get drunk or smoke pot, be, have some shame about it. Don't be, don't be all yeah. telling the whole world like this evil Dana Nessel woman or being uh. evil like... Hillary, sick Hillary. Yeah, they're both disgusting. Yeah, and that Dana one, she she's the lesbian, right? Right. Uh, doubly disgusting. Or that cussing Republican Nancy Mace, uh, single mother, bragging about being a single mother. She should be ashamed. Yeah, it's terrible. Absolutely ashamed. Just utterly misguided, and and the Republicans yep. are bragging. I saw a headline, I saw a tweet from uh, Richard Spencer, the atheist, who's given up on America. Mm -hmm. He's, yep. He said, oh, the demographic change, the, the influx of, uh, of um, Latinos or whatever is helping, is evenly distributed between, according to a story that he shared, between Republicans and Democrats. The Latinos are like 50-50 Republican and Democrat. But that's because Republicans have have become more and more corrupt in kiss-ups. And, uh, yeah. I mean, there's some decent Latinos, uh, maybe. Some, Mahdi, for example. Yeah, right? But, uh, yeah. but these people, the Republicans have turned into a bunch of rhinos, communists, light, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they need to get back to, uh, you know, get back to being more hardcore. Yeah, for sure. 
We need to be yeah, run by absolutely. men. Absolutely. Straight white men. Yeah. That's the way to go. Should that's be, why, that's I, that's why I'm country. kind of leery about getting all excited about that, um, that guy who's been touted by some of my callers, and he said true stuff, and I like that. I appreciate that about him. This guy, Mark Robinson, who is a, a black guy, and uh, I love Alan West. He's like a solid guy. And I like uh, that guy that week. Well, I call him weak guy, uh, Ben Carson and stuff. But we don't need to be all getting excited about black conservatives. We need strong white conservatives to become strong yep. men again. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Hundred percent. Not kiss ups. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I have another question for you. Yeah. Um, what? Why do you think that it's twenty twenty one? Why do you think that? Most, not all, but most black people still act like savages. <laughs> why do I think that? Or why do, why do they yeah, do why, that? Why do you think that they do that? Why, why do they act the way they act? I mean, you see these videos of them looting and just, you know, acting yeah. just horribly. And, you know, I mean, some white people act like that, too. But... Uh, I'd say most white people act like civilized people. So why do you think most black people act like that? And once again, not all. There's some very civilized black people like Jesse and so forth. Um, I mean, they've had plenty of time to straighten up and straighten out. I think it, I think it would be more accurate to say that the most savages, the most savages, nine times out of ten, or maybe yeah. say six or eight out of ten. They're going to be black. <laughs> most of the yeah, savages. I agree. Because uh, yeah. I don't think they would, that you would say most blacks act like savages. But they, they certainly uh, make excuses for them or just don't, aren't aware of it because they just believe the mainstream media because they believe lies. Most blacks do yeah. believe lies, that's for sure. Um, yeah. I think that they, they are the most of the savages because of... The degeneracy that's been promoted throughout, uh, a, a by their own parents. Well, yeah. I say parents, but mothers. The mothers yeah. are so evil and have gotten more and more and more out of control. Even though crime has gone down, the violent crime went down from the 90s to today, although it's spiking again. But I don't know if it's got getting to that level yet. But some of the, some of the uh, murders in many cities are like... I think they are rivaling that those levels again. I'm not sure. Yeah. But the but the degeneracy, the LGBTIQ madness, uh, the sex out of wedlock, the with that. they've replaced. There's like a masculine imitation of evil, and then there's the female imi imitation female of evil, and we've gone over from masculine like violence and lynchings and slavery and stuff to. Uh, to this weak, soft, limp-wristed female evil that, uh, vaccinations and, <laughs> and, uh, LGBTIQ madness and, and passive-aggressive Black Lives Matter slogans and burning cities and yep. just savagery, yeah. evil, heartlessness. The, mo the more th women and blacks become in positions of power, the more our society becomes a degenerate society. Right. There was a great line in the Vice 
documentary on Charlottesville that mm-hmm. Asmodor said, but I can't repeat it. <laughs> but he said what the city is run by, uh, basically LGBT, but he didn't say that. And, uh, and the, uh, the worst the of the blacks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said yeah. F word and N word. <laughs> yeah. And he, Good and it was him. true. It's the truth. It was yeah, a true it statement. True. It is true. Yeah. What a mess. Uh, yeah. And the, the more of these LGBT thing, people, whatever. And they're they some are, of the meanest, they nastiest people. Uh, they don't have love. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible Vicious. People. Yep. Yeah. And the more they get in control, the more they get power and feel emboldened to, you know, force their ways on the rest of society. That also adds to our degenerate society. Yeah. Yeah, very true, man. Yeah. That's why you have to put push them back to the closet. It's That's, that's right. love. Be in the closet. That's, that's love, that's dignity. Yep. Yeah, yep. have shame. Re, re, yep. Have, and not, not shame like... Oh, I'm scared. I'm ashamed. I want to protect my reputation. But no, you just have that shows respect for society because it's yep. the Bible says it's shameful to uh, to to repeat or to mention what the evil do in secret. It's shameful to mention that stuff. The yeah. evil done in secret. It is shameful. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? And then you can quietly overcome it. But anyway. Yeah. That's cool, man. Great call. Oh, Joe Thanks, in Oregon. Bro. I said Florida. <laughs> I totally got it yeah, wrong. Yeah, no, I'm in Oregon. Okay. Yeah. My mistake, We've before. people. Yeah, I remember talking with you before, I think. Cool, yeah. man. Well, I appreciate your call. All right, brother. You take it easy. All right, you as well. Before I get to Michael in Nevada, let me read a super chat or two, guys. Danimal says, my only prayer this morning, Lord, let this stream lab go through. Well, Danimal... Yes, it went through. Nice. Appreciate it. Alexandra says, with the super chat, Of course there is poverty in America. However, unlike most of the rest of the world, Americans are not forced into it except for the children. Although, with this communism stuff, more and more kind of are now because of the shutdowns and uh, the uh, riots and crime. But uh, that's my little interjection. Alexandris, but that's not real poverty still, again, yet. But it's definitely diminishing the wealth and prosperity of America. On purpose, too. Alexandra says, plus, in America, it's really easy for poor people to get government assistance with basic necessities and sometimes more. And plus, the uh, private world is very pro, uh, too much nice to the, uh, to the poor people, so-called homeless people, too. Yeah, what a mess. I think I saw some... I think I saw some uh, Super Chats from... Uh, yeah, I did. From Odyssey that I accidentally ignored. Brandon M. with, with an Odyssey Super Chat. Says, I'll bet Joe and the people telling you not to, flying the, not, fly, not to fly the Confederate flag won't go to an Indian reservation and lecture them for their iconography since we don't glorify losers. It's just they were white, and that's why they are bad, says Brandon M. Interesting point, man. Interesting point. Yeah, the, the American Indians, the ones who do well, better in life, especially on a s- 
spiritual level. They become Christians. They, be, they love the country. They love one another. They don't say, that flag is a genocidal flag, and red is for the red man's blood, and we're almost extinct. <laughs> I'm quoting that American Indian guy, anti-American Indian guy, who went up and tried to argue with Jesse Lee Peterson on July 4th, 1996, when uh, there was a, a white man, a brother of Jesse Lee, with a bleeding head, bleeding hard from the head after an illegal alien act agitator communist threw a frozen Coke can at him, and he was all bleeding hard, and the, the Univision woman was all, Are you okay? Are you a racist? <laughs> Why are you here? Why you stay here? Do you like them? Do you like the Latin people? <laughs> and there was an American Indian guy who, after J- JLP and, and the other guy, shut down that evil fake reporter. This American Indian guy, Indian guy, was all, you, Well, I need 10 million Americans to join us. Dummy. Your girlfriend gave a super chat. What's up, your girlfriend? over there on Odyssey, and says, could you say, mmm, again like yesterday? <laughs> a little laughing. I don't remember saying, mmm, I don't remember how I said it yesterday. <laughs> but thank you for the request. Maybe I did it inadvertently just now. That glass, your girlfriend says, must have been crunchy when eating those Bloody Marys, <laughs> referring to Dana Nessel. Dana Nessel, the shameless uh, so-called marriage equality lawyer who became attorney general of Michigan. And I love the Michigan people. If I love anyone. Anyway, what a mess. Who's Carol Baskin? Your girlfriend says, I trust Carol Baskin more than I trust Hillary. Uh, I'm not sure. Who that is, but but thank you. I recognize the name for some reason though. Anyway, uh oh Tiger King woman. <laughs> oh gosh, from the documentary. All right. Let me get to Michael in Nevada. Um yeah. Michael in Nevada, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing good, Hank. How hey. are you? Doing well. It's nice to hear from you again. Yeah. I I've been watching it for a while and and people like Tony and them keep calling in and, and defending um, the behavior of of how these blacks are so out of control. Most of them, most of them. Yeah. And it, it, it's just amazing because um, I, I've been reading and watching for years, and I've yet to see a big crowd of white people, you know, um, stopping cop cars and pulling their pants down and twerking on ambulances. I know. Yeah. And, and busting into stores and. Uh, did you see, um, it was a week or two ago, when all those blacks ran in there and, and uh, Home Depot, I think it was, and stole sledgehammers and crowbars. And Crazy. It's like they're preparing for some uh, some more, um, you know, some more bad stuff. But I've yet to see a crowd of white people out there doing those things. I don't know how they can defend this stuff. Yeah. And there's it's, so much it's so common. in government. It's so common, yeah. and when you hear about these crimes, you're like, oh. Let me, let me guess. Black. And nine times, eight times out of ten, nine times out of ten, you're right, is black. And, they, yeah, and, and this, and this guy wants hate, to downplay it. And they hate us. They must just watch the mainstream media all the time 
if, if, do you think there's good people in this BLM movement, or do you think they're all? I heard they get paid for for this stuff when they go out and and cause all this trouble. Uh, only, they're misguided. There's there may be some people who have like a decent heart way deep down in there, and they they may soon wake up and snap out of supporting the Black Lives Matter agitative, evil communist uh, movement. But, uh, no, that a decent person would not support, at least not for long, Black Lives Matter. No, and it's evil. And they Trump so much and the Patriots. And it seems like the government's biggest fear is that a movement like Black Lives Matter, if there's any good people in there, their biggest fear is that they, you know, join together with the Patriots and the Trump uh, followers. That's their biggest fear, because if the... If the movement from BLM got together and joined with the Patriots and fought for one cause against the corruption of their own government, which is not just help black people down, they help white people down. It's the elites and the government and the corruption that have held us all down for the last 50 years. Yeah, yeah. but it's, but we can't, yes, that's true. We gotta, we gotta become men so we can't, so we don't, get held down by, by life, because the government has been our enemy for a long time, and a lot of us have known that. And, uh, and so, so many, too, of the uh, corporations, the commie capitalists, are the enemies of the people, too. So it's a big mess. Yeah, any honest person that has been paying attention to what's going on, and that caller earlier was talking about how black people are treated. Uh, I mean, all those um, patriots went to the um, to the Capitol because the communists stole the election uh, from the voters. If they would have stood with them, I mean, and it's coming out, if anyone's done the research, there was like at least three white people that were beaten within an inch of their life from the police there. Wow. And, and these are the patriots that were supporting the police. Yeah. And, and they beat them with the answer of their life, and it's coming out. But anyone does your research, I mean, I don't understand how they call in and give you guys a hard time. Like I said, you don't see white people out there carjacking people and and, and chasing down black people and beating them with bricks. We've given them space for the last 50 years. We've, we've catered to that. Yeah, uh, and that's only you know, made them worse. Their needs. Yeah, yeah. We, you're right about that. Well, it's... Well, it's good to hear from you, man. I wish you well, Michael. Yeah, good show. Good show, hey. Thank you, God sir. God bless everyone out there. Nice. And oh, one more thing. Yes. I've got like 60 relatives in Michigan. I'm from Detroit. Wow. And you're right. That, what's that girl's name? Nancy Mace? Nancy. Well, I was talking about Dana Nessel, the AG. Of... Dana Nessel. Oh, she's a whore. <laughs> I mean, she's a horrible person. Yeah. And uh, so is the governor there, correct? Gretchen Wichmer? Oh yeah, oh. Gretchen Wichmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all, yeah. They're all there's like three of them: the governor, the mayor, and that other chick. They're a bunch of lesbians and, and you know uh, single mothers. Yeah, it's terrible. Gretchen, Gretchen Wichmer. It she looks like uh, I always say it, Bruce Jenner. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> she's got yeah. like she must have done plastic surgery on her face, so. You, so every person who's had a lot of plastic surgery on their face, they all start to have the same face. Yeah, it's Gretchen yeah, Whitmer. <laughs>
Yeah, I call them oh, demon she's rats. A, she's a saintess. <laughs> she is a saintess. Yeah, um, yeah. Big time. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, part of the election still too. Huh? Yeah. I wish you well, yeah, Michael. It's good to hear from you. Merry yeah. Christmas to you. Yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas to you all. All right. Take care. God bless. All right. Um, man, Malcolm is a first-time caller in England. Malcolm, how are you doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? Good evening. Doing well. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Uh, no problem, bro. First time. Um, I hear you're talking about all these domestic issues in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, with, with Black Lives Matter and all that. Is, um, do you reckon there's like, um, obviously, what's happening geopolitics around the world with China, you know, pushing, affecting their muscles against Taiwan, Russia on the border of Ukraine. Do you reckon that... Uh, they're trying to get you guys all busy with left wing, you know, all these antics, uh, so that Russia can invade Ukraine. Because NATO is not going to do anything if they if they retake Ukraine. They, then it, what's next? Lithuania and all the Baltic states. What's your thoughts on that? You know, I don't know if I care or should care what Russia does with regard to Ukraine. And I feel that there is a little bit of... There, for sure, we are being distracted. You're right. And I, myself, too, uh, go along with whatever the mainstream media is talking about. That's what I'm going to end up talking about, you know, so often. Um, and I haven't paid a lot of attention to the Russia-Ukraine thing. I notice that... We, we being the establishment government in America, which are basically globalists, enemies of America, they don't want Russia to take over Ukraine, but I think you're right. I don't think they're going to do anything. Um, and I'm kind of glad that they're, I guess I'm glad that I'm, they're not going to do anything. I'm not sure. Um, you never, you never know. But if they did do anything, wouldn't they just embolden the Bernie Sanders, all these Marxists in, in, in the left? Your the ant, the people who pretend that they're anti-war, right? Yeah. True. I mean, okay. no matter what you do, there's going to be some people exploiting it to lie about it. You know. So I don't know what the right thing to do is. Do you have an opinion on whether we should stop, whether we should stop uh, Russia from invading Ukraine or whatever, taking over Ukraine? Well. Now that you've got your present president, yeah. who's not the, um, it doesn't really take, well, other leaders doesn't take it seriously. It's just emboldens other leaders to do what they want. That's so um, true. Yeah. Biden is so weak. <laughs> and then they're, even, prote- they're, they're all grandstanding about, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Uh, even the British prime minister doesn't really, uh, respect him that much. They're not even in. Yeah. Our country doesn't risk. Old dude. You're kind of going in and out, but uh, but I'm tr- but I'm getting most of what you're saying there. Your your phone is kind of going in and out. But you're right. Okay, yeah. People are just running wild while the while the cat is away, the mice will play and Trump is no longer commanding respect in the world like he was before. 
it's now sleepy, sleazy Joe, sleepy Joe, and nobody respects him or his administration. They just clown them. They're like, oh, you care about human rights, but meanwhile you are violating black human rights in America. <laughs> Which isn't true, but they just troll them with that stuff because they're the ones pretending that it's real. They being the, the Biden administration, pretending that the black oppression in America is real. So, yeah. And then they, I was about to say that they're going around pretending to care about the Uyghurs. Uyghurs? Uyghur Muslims? Uyghur Muslims. In, in China, who are committing terror attacks and stuff. And then they're, they're getting sent to re-education camps, even maybe some innocent ones, probably, a lot. Because China is a mess. And they're saying, oh, China's so evil. But look at what they're doing to r- real Americans in America. This is so, such a phony thing. They're boycotting China. Ooh. They're boycotting, not China, but the Olympics. <laughs> such, a, such a meaningless thing. I can't think of anything more oh, you, meaningless now to, than the Olympics. Yeah, you have the same issue over here. I mean, you know, you should probably sort out your... Uh, own country before you you like look outside. I mean, yeah. domestically we have issues in our country. We have homelessness problems here. Wow, problems in drugs up north in Scotland. It's it's a mess. But they prefer to talk about all the all uh, the refugees, you know, yeah, the old and social justice uh, issues abroad, but not take care of problems in yeah. our country. Very true, man. Well, I wish you well in England, and, uh, and, uh, I, I, even though I call you guys foreigners now, <laughs> well, I call your mainstream media outlets foreign, far-left foreign outlets, like you, Independent, and other outlets. But, uh, but I definitely wish you well. I hope that we can take back the West. That would be lovely. But, uh, regardless, we stand and fight. Whether, uh, whatever happens in the world and be a light in the world. Man, it's good to hear from you, Malcolm. I wish you well. Oh, cheers, mate. Thank you, bye. All right, bye. Guys, in the last few minutes here, I have to show you this. <laughs> I'm laughing. I don't know if it's appropriate to laugh. But, uh, you guys remember Dante Wright? I mean, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> there are so many black fake victims, thugs called blah blah blah, but blah blah blah, the thug who was shot instead of tased, remember that? Um, here's a clip from CNN, December 9th, 2021, Dante Wright's mom, uh, recognized his, I think this was in Minnesota, Minneapolis maybe? Maybe in Minneapolis, not long, it was in April. Uh, I guess that's before the, I guess that's before Georgia, Florida, is it before? I forget when this was. Maybe it was earlier this year. Whatever. Dante Wright's mom, uh, this is a whole CNN news report. Listen to this, because I don't have a lot of time. I don't want to explain it too much. Listen to this, and you'll catch on to what it is about. (laughs) CNN, folks. Adrian Broaddus is out front, and I warn you that some of the video in her piece is disturbing. Katie Bryant shaken as she describes her final conversation with her son, Dante Wright. Bryant was the first witness called in the manslaughter trial of former police officer Kim Potter. Potter is accused of shooting and killing Wright after she says 
she mistakenly pulled her gun instead of her taser. He called me to tell me that he has been pulled over. He asked, you know, if he was in trouble, and he just sounded really nervous. White mother. But I reassured him that it would be okay. But what Bryant heard next still haunts her. I could hear the phone being put down. I heard them say, somebody tell somebody to hang up the phone. And then that's all I heard. On the stand, Bryant revealing what she saw on FaceTime. And she said that they shot him. And she faced the phone towards the driver's seat. <laughs> and my son was laying there. He was unresponsive and he, he looked dead. Bryant testified a neighbor then drove her to the scene about 10 miles outside Minneapolis. She identified her son in the middle of the street by his sneakers. It was the worst day of my life. Defense attorneys arguing there was a warrant for Wright's arrest and he resisted. He had to be arrested on the warrant. A court of law directed him to arrest him. Both sides nice. focusing on Potter pulling her gun instead of the taser. issue in the case for Shut you is what was her conscious thought as to whether or not she had a taser in her arm or whether or not she had a gun. That's why she said taser, taser, taser. She didn't say gun, gun, gun. We trust them to know wrong from right and left from right. This case is about an officer who knew not to get it dead wrong but she failed. Wright <laughs> was initially pulled over in April for an expired tag and an air freshener. Potter then tells Wright he has an outstanding warrant and another officer attempts to arrest him. Body camera footage shows the shooting. The prosecutor using Potter's own words against her. Dang. And we also heard from that rookie officer Potter was training that day, Anthony Lucky. Some of his testimony focused on why service weapons are on the opposite side of their duty belt. When he testified, he said it's so officers don't confuse their firearms with their tasers. Funny, huh? Well, I say funny, but what a crazy situation. Jake N. 1987 says, don't resist arrest, referring to Dante Wright, because this rookie cop was trying to arrest him, and squirrely little uh, Dante Wright, this, I mean, blah, 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 slipped out of his hands and got it back into the driver's seat of the car, and Kim Potter's like, taser, 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 oops, I shot him, and then she's like crying on the floor that she, cr cr that she shot him, a woman, a, a woman cop, yeah, so true. Uh, somebody else, oh yeah, and this guy who said, uh, don't shoot kids in the head, that's what Dante Wright did. This guy, I mean, blah, blah, blah. Somebody's all, don't mock this woman's pain. He had a white mother and a black father, 20-year-old 20 20 year thug, thug. And there, he, like, he did this selfie video, it came out, uh, in a woman's bathroom. Not women's bathroom, a woman's bathroom. And then he shoved it in her face and robbed her later on. This 
little thug. So he's a criminal, and so of course, and by the way, he, uh, he shot this young man, Caleb Livingston, allegedly, in the head at a Minneapolis gas station. And that guy is suffering, like, he can't talk anymore, he's like, turned into, like, he looks retarded, you know, like the, like the handicapped kids. Just ruined this, I mean, just completely changed this guy's life for, for the worse, physically. Evil. This blah blah blah. I mean, he's not blah blah blah. That's Ahmad Arbery. <laughs> blah blah blah. Dante Wright, evil. Anyway, guys, I appreciate you uh, putting up with the beautiful uh, Hillary Clinton clips and things. I will have another show hopefully tomorrow. And uh, callers, I cannot get to you. James in Florida, first time caller, wanted to talk about the ex officer case. Hopefully, you catch me tomorrow. Report, catch the Bond Sunday service throwback if you didn't already. It's on a Church with Jesse Lee Peterson podcast, I think. And, uh, oh yeah, it's a female, Asian female judge, by the way, overseeing this Kim Potter woman, this female cop. Guys, take care. Hopefully I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.